Hello, this is R.J. Deacon reading the Supreme Court of the United States opinion syllabus in Hughes versus United States, certiority to the United States Court of Appeals for the 11th Circuit, argued March 27, 2018, decided June 4, 2018. In Freeman versus United States, this court considered whether a prisoner had, who had been sentenced under a plea agreement authorized by the Federal Rules of Criminal Procedure could have his sentence reduced under 18 U.S.C. 3582 C2 when his federal guideline sentencing range was lowered retroactively. No single interpretation or rationale commanded a majority, however. Some courts of appeals, turning to Marx versus United States for guidance, adopted the reasoning of Justice Sotomayor's opinion concurring in the judgment. Others interpreted Marx differently and adopted the plurality's reasoning. Because this court can now resolve the substantive sentencing issue discussed in Freeman, it is unnecessary to reach que questions regarding the proper application of Marx. The Sentencing Reform Act of 1984 authorizes the United States Sentencing Commission to establish and retroactively amend sentencing guidelines. Though the guidelines are only advisory, see United States versus Booker, a district court must consult them during sentencing, along with other factors specified in 18 U.S.C. 3553A, including the need to avoid unwarranting sentencing disparities, 3553A6. When an amendment applies retroactively, district courts may reduce the sentences of prisoners whose sentences were based on a sentencing range that has subsequently been lowered by the Sentencing Commission, 3582C2. This case concerns the issue whether a defendant may seek relief under 3582C2 if he entered a plea agreement under Federal Rule of Criminal Procedure 11C1C, or a Type C agreement, which permits the defendant and the government to agree that a specific sentence or sentencing range is the appropriate disposition of a case, and binds the court to agreed upon sentence once it accepts the plea agreement. In making its decision, the district court must consider the sentencing guidelines, and it may not accept the agreement unless the, the sentence is within the applicable guidelines range, or it is outside that range for justifiable reasons specifically set out. After petitioner Eric Hughes was indicted on drug and gun charges, he and the government negotiated a Type C plea agreement, which stipulated that Hughes would receive a sentence of 180 months, but did not refer to a particular guidelines range. Hughes pled guilty. At his sentencing hearing, the district court accepted the agreement and sentenced him to 180 months. In so doing, it calculated Hughes' guidelines range as 188 to 235 months and determined that the sentence was in accordance with the guidelines and other factors. Less than two months later, the Sentencing Commission adopted and made retroactive an agreement that had the effect of reducing Hughes' sentencing range to 151 to 188 months. The district court denied Hughes' motion for a reduced sentence under 3582C2, and the 11th Circuit affirmed. Both courts concluded that under the Freeman concurrence, Hughes was 
ineligible for a reduced sentence because his plea agreement did not expressly rely on the guidelines range. The Supreme Court held, a sentence imposed pursuant to a Type C agreement is based on the defendant's guidelines range, so long as that range was part of the framework the district court relied on in imposing the sentence or accepting the agreement. A principal purpose of the sentencing guidelines is to promote sentencing uniformity. In the aftermath of Freeman, a defendant's eligibility for a reduced sentence under 3582 C2 turns on the circuit in which the case arises. Even within circuits that follow the Freeman concurrence, unwarranted disparities have resulted depending on whether the defendant's Type C agreement had a specific enough reference to the guidelines range. This court's precedents since Freeman have confirmed that the guidelines remain a foundation of federal sentencing decisions. CPU versus United States and Molina Martinez versus United States. A district court imposes a sentence that is based on a guidelines range for purposes of 3582 C2 if the range was a basis for the court's exercise of discretion in imposing the sentence in imposing a sentence. Given the standard legal definition of base, there will be no question in the typical case that the defendant's guideline range was a basis for his sentence. A district court is required to calculate and consider a defendant's guidelines range in every case, 3553A. Indeed, the guidelines are a starting point for every sentencing cal calculation in the federal system. Pew. Thus, in general, 3582 C2 allows district courts to reconsider a prisoner's sentence based on a new starting point, that is, a lower guidelines range, and determine whether a reduction is appropriate. A sentence imposed pursuant to a Type C agreement is no exception. No exception to the general rule that a defendant's guidelines range is the starting point and basis for his ultimate sentence. The government and the defendant may agree to a specific sentence, but the sentencing guidelines prohibit district courts from accepting Type C agreements without first evaluating the recommended sentence in light of the defendant's guidelines range. So the usual case, the court's acceptance of a Type C agreement and the sentence to be imposed pursuant to that agreement are based on the defendant's guidelines range. Since the guidelines are a district court's starting point when the commission lowers the range, the defendant will be eligible for relief under 3582 C2, absent a clear demonstration based on the record as a whole that the court would have imposed the same sentence regardless of the guidelines. This interpretation furthers 3582 C2's purpose as well as the broader purposes of Sentencing Reform Act. It is also reinforced by Molina Martinez and Pugh, which both confirm that the guidelines remain a basis for almost all federal sentences. Experience has shown that, although the interpretation proffered by Justice Sotomayor's concurring opinion of Friedman could be one permissible reading of 3582 C2, as a systematic structural matter, the system Congress put in place is best implemented by the interpretation confirmed in this case. 
The government's counterarguments that allowing a defendant with type C agreements to seek reduced sentences under 3582C2 would deprive the government of a benefit of its bargain, namely the defendant's agreement to a particular sentence, and that allowing courts to reduce the sentences of defendants like Hughes would be inconsistent with one of the commission's policy statements are unpersuasive. Hughes is eligible for relief under 3582C2. The district courts accepted his Type C agreement after concluding that a 180-month sentence was consistent with the guidelines, and then calculated Hughes's sentencing range and imposed a sentence it deemed compatible with the guidelines. The sentencing range was thus a basis for the sentence imposed, and that range has since been lowered by the commission. The district court has discretion to decide whether to reduce Hughes' sentences after considering the 3553A factors and the commission's relevant policy statements. The decision is reversed and remanded. Justice Kennedy delivered the opinion of the court, in which Justice Ginsburg, Breyer, Sotomayor, Kagan, and Gorsuch joined. Justice Sotomayor filed a concurring opinion. Chief Justice Roberts filed a dissenting opinion in which Justices Thomas and Alito joined. Thank you for listening.